When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When the cheers turn to screams. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Cheerleaders, The First Evil. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kata. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And Kelly and I just shared some intense eye contact while we announced our names. I was channeling the girls on the cover. Oh, they're all right. But you can't so see we may their as well eyeballs. get right to it. <laughs> so this week we're reading R.L. Stein's Cheerleaders First Evil. Um and I ordered used copies online. Uh all three cheerleaders books, since that's what we are covering for the next three weeks. The other two were normal. <laughs> Second and third evil, totally normal. First evil, somebody clearly took an original copy and then reproduced it as like a big old glossy weirdness. Like the, the and the resolution of everything isn't that high. It's like so fuzzy. And from the size of it, you would think it is a large print book. Yeah. And yet. No. You open it up and it's just like it. There's so much white space surrounding the text because it is just. What the book looked like. It looks like in the center the, of a giant page. Uh, like w- when you're in English class and the teacher wants to pass around a short story that they've made photocopies of. Mm-hmm. It's that on the inside. Yep. It's very funny. <laughs> and then on the cover, because the resolution is low, and I think this already wasn't like it's the cover of the second evil. I love. Love that cover. Love that cover. But this one, like the girls' faces in the back look very photoshopped. <laughs> And the yeah. one in the front looks like scary, but kind of not scary. It looks like it does look like someone kind of learning how to Photoshop because mm-hmm. it's a lot of like their faces like transposed on top of another image, but then yeah. not blended kind of off center. The The middle girl for sure is off. center. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Um. Anyway, these books are about a of sisters who join a cheerleading squad and then people start to get hurt and die. Yeah. That's what these books are about. Um, I've never read read these. Oh. I hadn't read them before. Cool. Um, I'll read the back of the book. You do it. It's in your hand. I'm going to do it. I'm holding it. It's it's in a huge, huge font. Uh, All right. Give me a D I E. Oh. Mm -hmm. Newcomers, Corky and Bobby Corcoran. Cochran? Corcoran. I thought I read it as Who Corcoran. Knows? Corcoran want more than anything to make the cheerleading squad at Shady Side High, but as soon as the Corcoran sisters are named to the team, terrible things happen to the cheerleaders. The horror starts with a mysterious accident near the Fear Street Cemetery. Soon after, piercing screams echo through the empty school halls, and then the ghastly murders begin. Can Corky and Bobby stop the killer before the entire cheerleading squad is destroyed? Well, the answer is no. No. No, they can't. They can't. Um, I love I love their names. 
Corky and Bobby. Love that. Yeah. It's like, oh, very 80s, early 90s. I loved this book. And by the way, it's C-O-R-K-Y. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby is B-O-B-B-I. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Don't change. It has to be. Never change. Never change. Stay sweet. <laughs> S-W-A-K. Um, <laughs> I loved this book. I thought it was great. It. This book We're is in like... good Stein now, oh, I guess. Yeah. What a relief. What a relief it is. Because it. this is like peak YA pulp horror. Mm-hmm. This... I loved this book. People have been requesting and requesting the Cheerleader series, and we have been more than happy to comply because <laughs> I remember this series and I remember liking it, but it is actually better than I remembered. It's so good. It's very good. I was afraid there was going to be a fucking cop out at the end, and it was like human murdering. No, it ain't. Uh-uh, ghost murder. It's that bitch Sarah Fear. Do you remember what Sarah Fear was no. in the Fear Street saga? I was so mad that I, I couldn't remember. I fucking remember. I should have looked it Fear. up. I'm going to Google it. Go ahead. In the meantime, I guess if we want to like summarize what goes on with this story real fast. Yeah, go for it. All right. Here goes. So Corky and Bobby are new. They live on Fear Street. Oh, my God. This house is like kind of creepy. Um, oh, my God. They are such good cheerleaders. They're so good. They were on ESPN in a cheerleading thing. And they took their pl- they took their school to state. So I looked up Sarah Fear. You did? It was not in the Fear Street saga, but it is in one of the Fear Street saga, like, series of novels. Mm. You know how they did those historical ones? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the ones from the past. <laughs> from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's why the name didn't, because I was like. Yeah, that's why we don't know it. Yeah. That's why we don't know it. That's why we didn't know it. We're Pardon not me. ignorant. <laughs> well, we are ignorant. We're just not stupid. <laughs> yes. Um. So, Captain Jessica. Nope. What's her name? <laughs> Jennifer. Damn. <laughs> Bobby and uh, her sister Corky are like the best cheerleaders. So good. They took their school to state. So they want to try out. But guess what? Cheerleader tryouts happen last year already. And so they are not pleased that well, the Corcoran sisters want to audition. Yeah. Now. Kimmy, oh, Kimmy, Kimmy will Deborah not stand and for Ronnie. it. They will no not way. stand for it. But Jennifer, Jennifer is Captain. like, sure. She's like, they're too good not to. They're too good. She's like, think of what we could be. The problem is they put them both on and they kick Ronnie to the curb. I know. So Ronnie's like all Ronnie is sad. justifiably. Which I was pissed. like, when they're like, we don't have the budget for another uniform. I was like, come on. Really? Come on. You can't scrape together enough for another uniform? No, wait. That wasn't the problem. They both have to get new uniforms. Well, then what was it? The problem is just that they can't oh, it's have too that many, many girls. people on this That's squad. right. Okay. So they're like, we can't do that. It will be ma- mayhem. So they're like, we got to kick Ronnie the curb. She's an alternate. Um, yep. She's the only freshman. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Jennifer ends up dead. Inhabited by the ghost of Sarah Fear. And starts trying to kill Bobby. Yeah. And that's basically it. Why she wants to kill Bobby in particular? Unknown. 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 Like, why Bobby? Who knows? Yep. Just because Bobby became close to her, I guess. So she's like, you're the closest? I don't know. I don't really get that. It was... So when they're on the bus... So the way that Jennifer dies is they're on a bus. Oh my god! To a I laughed out town. loud. It was insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're on a bus to a different town to go to a game, and it's so the driver hot in that bus. is driving erratically. It's raining. 
blah, blah, blah. The the Corcoran sisters are like, fuck, we left the burning batons at home. I know. The we fire baton, the fire sticks. That's what it was. The fire batons. Fire batons. The burning batons. That's not what that word is. Um, and so the, the driver starts turning to Fear Street and then he drives like too fast. And I think they never get to this, but I think the implication is that like he is for some reason possessed yeah. to be or like driven to drive badly. Yeah. Like I feel like it was like hinted at that, but it also cemetery. Yeah. Cause he's not really responding to them. He's although kind that's of kind of his personality of doing. Yeah. Because he he's just not a really responsive guy. Yeah, because he is like the maintenance man and the bus driver yeah. for and the cheerleaders. And he's like bad at both. Like they're just like, mm, he's not very good at his job. Mm. Um, but he like, so it's so humid in this bus, but it's raining outside. So they have to close all the windows. And it gets really steamy. So he's like, I got to cool off. So he opens the door of the bus while he's driving during a thunder and lightning storm. Car car skids out of control on Fear Street. It turns. And then Jennifer gets flung out of the open door at the cemetery and hits Sarah Fear's gravestone. She flies out the door. The thing that I loved was that um, Bobby comes to while the bus is on its side and still skidding. Yeah. And, and she's, she's like on top of Corky. Yeah. And it's still like the gravel and the dirt are like going underneath the windows and the windows are shattering. And that just seemed like really scary. Um, and then the and then it like skids to a stop on a tree. They all get out and they're like, it seems like everyone was fine. But wait, Jennifer, Jennifer's draped over the tombstone of Sarah Fear. Yep. They called 911. Ambulance comes. Try to wake her. But. They're like, she's gone. But then wait, Bobby notices her eyes are moving. She opens her eyes and she starts to look around. She's like, oh, I guess she's alive. And everyone's like, yay, she's alive. <laughs> but nobody's like, what? We just checked. She was literally dead. <laughs> I'm going to read the, wait, where's the part where Jennifer goes sailing out of the bus? Oh. <laughs> Poor Jennifer. Here it is. So early on, why did he open the door? Corky asked her sister. I guess to see better, Bobby replied thoughtfully. The windshield is totally steamed. I uh, speeds up. There was no time to scream or cry out a warning. One second they were moving along through the rain. The next second they were sliding, sliding out of control toward the curb. Whoa, Simmons shrieked over the squeal of tires. <laughs> the brakes! The tire squeals grew to a roar in Bobby's ears. She covered them with both hands. She tried to scream, but the sound caught in her throat. The impact was fast and hard. What did they hit? A tree? A rock? The curb? The bus seemed to bounce, to fly up off the road, to bounce again. Staring in horror and surprise at the front, Bobby saw Jennifer's eyes open wide. And then as the bus jolted and spun, she watched as Jennifer flew out the open door. Jennifer's startled scream was drowned out by the squeal of the skidding tires, by the crunch of metal, by the shatter of glass. Wow, 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 wow. This is so much better than the 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 new new girl. girl. Oh, my God. This book is so good. I really liked it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, what next? What next? I was so excited. Nothing was a repeat of a Mm -mm. thing that had already happened. Things were progressing forward. Yes, exactly. There weren't bullshit chapter ends. There was like one one at the beginning. beginning. Yeah. It was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it was it was the first and only. But I loved too that things counted, and I loved that like 
like I think we all kind of knew that Kimmy was going to be the red herring because Kimmy so yeah, openly she, hates Bobby. Yeah. Like she hates her. Because Bobby gets made cheerleading. I was going to say cheerleading leader. I was going to say cheerleading champion. <laughs> cheerleading captain. <laughs> Over Kimmy, even though Kimmy was assistant captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kimmy straight up loses her mind. Yeah. And I loved like the I'm so glad that R.L. Stein didn't make what these girls were dealing with with the cheerleading stuff and like ma- being made captain and all that. For, none of it was frivolous. Yeah, he didn't it make it out to so seem trivial. Real. It yeah, was, he actually delved into their true caring about cheerleading, where it was just like an yeah. athletic sport. And like, dude, first of all, terrible form for Miss, what's her name? Green. Miss Green to announce before telling anybody. Yeah, at a fucking at a school rally? assembly like, to honor the cheerleaders for surviving a bus crash. Like that's that that's such unprofessional. Because you had to have known that Kimmy was expecting to be made yeah, captain, of course. And so Kimmy finds out, screams, "No!" I laugh so then, hard. Yeah, she's like, "No!" Yeah, because she, she's like. Because she's amped. She's like, I got this in the bag. I can't fucking wait to be captain of the cheerleading team. It's so sweet, though. Yeah. She truly is. This is her moment. Yeah. And she's, it's all very, like, her love of the game. Like, it's not about Mm -hmm. boys. Mm -mm. It is never once about boys. There's one part with a chip. But them, like, they're caring about cheerleading. It's not about boys at all. Oh, yeah. And... Even the chip thing is just like, it's just Way another thing that Kimmy doesn't yeah. like about her. Yeah. It's not, it's never the center. Like chip is like an afterthought. Yeah. And I loved that basically chip functions to show us yes. that Bobby's not crazy. Yeah. Love that it's that. not just Bobby. Yes. Yeah. And the chapter with him sitting in the car with Bobby after the game where he is like, paralyzed. truly freaked out. I love, he was like, I just feel so weird. I don't know what's wrong with me. I felt like I was dead. Like I wasn't there. I was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me? And then he kisses her and he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I feel really weird. Yeah. And so, like, like Chip and Kimmy break up. It seems like just totally like separate. off page, like weeks. We previous. didn't even know that they were together. No. Chip asks Bobby out. Bobby says yes, not realizing that it's Kimmy's ex-boyfriend. So now it's just like another thing that mm-hmm. Kimmy's going to hate her for. Chip is, um, <laughs> I was going to say a footballer. <laughs> Chip is on the football team and is trying to make these throws, but can't move and keeps getting tackled. So that's, and later Bobby can't move and can't catch Kimmy. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's the function of Chip is really just to make Kimmy even more of a red herring mm-hmm. and to have that happen to somebody else first. Yeah. And in service of the red and herring And you thing, never see him again. No, I mean, he's he like goes not to the doctor and that's it. And it's he's like never, it. he doesn't save her. It's no. not like this romance that happens throughout the book in addition to anything. It is truly just about girls. Yeah. This book is all about I loved girls. this. I didn't even realize that yeah. until we were talking about it. That's great. And I think that's like subconsciously why I liked it so much because romance was not at all a part of this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I love that he and I mean, I, I get why he would not want to talk to Bobby anymore after going to the doctor. Like he probably was like, this is a weird thing that I don't understand, don't want to understand and don't want to talk to this girl about because like I well, felt weird. 
it seems like he's you mean after the game or like after so when he kind of is sliding oh, yeah. her, when she's like, she's calling hey, to me see too. how he is. Yeah. And he's like, like, I can just, I got the feeling that he was like, I don't want to deal I can't with that deal weird with thing. Right yeah. I'm trying to do like, stop trying to dredge this thing up, which I, well, just, I understood. He's, he's busy thinking that something he's busy. is medically wrong with him. Yeah. Cause he also got concussed. So he was straight up. concussed. He was straight up concussed. Um, but like, yeah, it really is. It's just about like, these girls being jealous with each other about like being the best, which is like, and like not about being popular. No. And about, about um, like putting your work in and deserving something and then yeah. seeing this new person that's just like better than you at it and yeah. being like, God, that sucks. But then the girls who are better, nobody's a straight up bitch without cause. No, they're, they're mean to each other, but it's based in something. Nobody is just a bitch, which I loved. Yeah. And honestly, Corky and Bobby are the like most undeniably optimistic girls because they're like, a lot of the girls don't like us, but we'll win them over. Yeah. Right. Right. And they do. And they do. To. And it's not just like they're all American and just good at whatever they do. Because like, that would be Sweet Valley it High. It gets talked about over and over again how much work they put into their cheers, how they're like inventing moves mm -hmm. and then practicing them like crazy. That's why the fire batons are at their house mm -hmm. because they were working with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. And it was really sad when Corky was like trying to deal with Bobby's death. Mm -hmm. Like she just keeps going. They're back to best the grave. friends. It's sad. And it's interesting because the whole book is basically switching back and forth between, well, the first chapter is Corky. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, and that's the bullshit cliffhanger is that Bobby's pretending to be dead and Corky finds her. Mm -hmm. And so it's not even that much of a bullshit cliffhanger because nope. it is how it ends. So yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Then the whole rest of the book is either Bobby's perspective or um, Kimmy's perspective. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. I think there's a brief time in Jennifer's head. It'll like kind it was of Jennifer, make tiny yeah. detours. But it was also interesting that like Jennifer, even Jennifer before, because like, we don't ever really get in her head after she gets possessed. No, um, not at all. But before she gets possessed, she like is jealous that these girls are better than her, but isn't angry about it. She's, she's just like the squad in front of yeah. her own. And she's Ego. like, how did you learn this stuff? And they're like, oh, we can teach you. And like the girls are humble. Uh, Bobby and Corky are like, like every time Miss Green is like, that was amazing. That was amazing. And like, well, we practiced a lot. Yeah. So it's like. It, yeah. Everybody is just about like what seems fair and mm -hmm. what seems best. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about any of this while I was reading it. I was just like. Oh, I like this. Me too. I like this book. Well, and I think that's because we both liked it so much that we were just like, ooh, what's going to happen? Like, who, let's spend time with these people rather than like, because when I'm not liking something, I'm immediately like, all right, let right, me critique let's it. Get through it. Yeah. yeah. So this, I was like fully along for the ride. And it's not like any of the characters are so fully fleshed out, but mm -hmm. no. they are not stereotypes. They're not. And everything they do is justified and you can think that that justification is right or wrong as a reader but it is justified yeah it's sometimes selfish sure but it makes but it sense comes from a place that makes sense yes yeah. yes because it's like yeah kimmy is when she's icing out bobby and is like 
So and, and when we're in their heads, so Bobby, after Jennifer's accident, they named Bobby as the uh, new queen, queen, as the new uh, captain. captain. And when she, the struggles that Bobby is having while trying to have authority over the rest of the team is so like, I, I got that. When Kimmy is like sowing seeds of discontent and like some of the girls are starting to kind of like buy it. And when Bobby's just like unable to control them and they won't do the exercises and she's just like, like when when she like says that she just wants to leave the room, I'm like, I get it. Mm -hmm. But then when Kimmy on like on the other side of it, when Kimmy is hearing this is ridiculous for the first time in front of the entire school that Bobby is the new cheer captain when she thinks it's going to be her. Yeah, and Bobby didn't know either. And she's like, I feel so horrible. Everyone's looking at me because they knew I wanted it. And I just want to run away. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't, like, that, like, wanting to run away feeling is so, so, like, acutely resonating with me. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, you just want to, you don't want anybody to be looking at you. Yeah, it's really <laughs> to do that <laughs> it's not fair um so i was just looking it up because i was curious um the fear street saga trilogy came after cheerleaders okay which maybe so i'm trying to think why fear street saga sucks <laughs> I and think i think it's, it's maybe it was just some kind of rushed and it was trying to do too much job. yeah and I think that's why then there are Fear Street saga sagas mm -hmm. books to like delve into the history of Fear Street more. Because yeah, that saga series, woof. I mean, it was trying to go through like 400 years. Yeah. Like, too and much. like we said, all it really had to do was go through the like origin, origin. Yeah. We didn't or go back 100 yeah. years. Nobody needs. We didn't need the, the original three books. Fears. 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 Um, but yeah, I loved. And then, like, the fact that Bobby dies was, like, intense. Yeah, you kind of don't think she's gonna. Mm -mm. You're like, Except oh, she'll get out. You know the second and third books. Yeah. If you read the back of that, it gives it away yeah, right away. It, immediately. Especially yeah. if you're reading the Kindle, and then you go to the right, and you're like, oh. <laughs> okay. But, like, let's just imagine a world where you haven't seen that. You're like, damn, she dies. And, like, and in a really scary fucking yeah. way. What the Fuck, man. She, like, burns to death in a shower. She boils. She boils. The steam chokes her. And then she has a seizure and dies immediately. And the doctors tell Corky that she it was the seizure that killed her. But, and so Corky's like, well, at least she died instantly without any pain. Like, we know that's not true. Because we were in her head. Horribly. She was like, it was so I overwhelming. I she did have a seizure. I think that was just yeah. the conclusion that they came to. Well, Because they were trying to figure out why she wouldn't have just left. Yeah. Because they were like, obviously, they're not like, well, a supernatural force like locked the doors and turned all the showers on super hot. Yeah. And, and even the other um, the other cliffhanger that was like kind of fake, fakey ended up counting, which yeah. is when Kimmy gets burned by the, by the water. water. And it's like, damn, that's really hot. And, and her chest is like bright red. Mm -hmm. And you were like, because it's like she turned on the water and screamed a blood curdling scream. Yeah. Next chapter, the water was super hot. And so at the time Which I was like, like mm. kind of lame, but also 
a genuine, like, she was screaming because something hurt and not because, like, somebody put a fake mouse in the shower. Right. And, I mean, it was legit so hot that, like, her chest and neck were, like, beet red. Yeah. So I thought that was... Yeah, there was some good stuff that came back that got Mm -hmm. planted in the beginning, like, um, like that, like Kimmy's silver... The latch. Pendant or, um... Pendant? Yeah, it was a pendant of a megaphone. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, and the latch falls so that when Corky finds it later, and you you expect, too, that it's going to come back. Mm -hmm. But then for me, it took a surprising turn when Kimmy was like, no, I gave that as a gift to Jennifer. I was surprised, too. I was like, oh. Yeah, because I thought it was just going to be like, because when... I knew she was a red herring, but at that moment I was like, well, maybe she did have something to do with it. And then, or like, I was just like, but there's like, oh, I'm, I looked at the bottom of my Kindle and it said 83%. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so we're going to find out <laughs> that it was Jennifer like really soon. Yeah. Um, um, for me, I, I thought it was just going to be, oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how it ended yeah. up there. But then she was corroborated by her friends too. Yeah. They're like, no, she gave that to Jennifer. And I like how immediately... Like, animosity towards Bobby is forgotten. It's just like, oh, I'm so sorry, Corky. Yeah. Well, and they're all just like, something's wrong with Corky because she is like screaming and yelling. She's like talking really fast, is like very agitated, obviously agitated. They're concerned enough to chase after her to the cemetery. Yes. And they, they see, see everything. Yeah. I loved that. I was glad. But so, um, oh, all this whole time too. So, and this is what I loved too about this book is that, so we're at first in Bobby's point of view for most of the, for the book until she dies. And then we're obviously not in her point of view anymore. And it's uh, Corky's point of view yeah. more. But so we're following this mystery, right? This whole time with Bobby. And then you get just like just a hint when she is leaving Je- Jennifer's house and then sees in the shadow that Jennifer's walking around. And she's like, wait, I thought she like may never walk again because of her accident she can walk and then she's like questioning her own sanity because things have been fucking with her like the the locker doors opening and closing um and so she's frozen in place and she's just like yes and the frozen in place thing and she herself had become frozen in place when expected to catch kimmy during a move that she invented with corky Mm -hmm. and kimmy ends up falling and breaking her wrist so she's like maybe i am losing it is this it she's like is this me cracking up and then, so you're kind of like sort of on the trail towards, uh, we know that Kimmy's really pissed at her, but we're kind of on the trail towards like, maybe it's Jennifer. Like Jennifer's like, what's the deal? She's walking around. Bobby dies. And then we're back with Corky, who has not known anything about the Jennifer stuff. And so yeah. she immediately, of course, is well, like, except that Bobby Kimmy. told her about the Jennifer thing. And she didn't believe her. Before she died. And Corky gets mad because Bobby gets mad at her. She calls uh, Corky a traitor for not believing her about mm-hmm. Jennifer walking. And um, and I liked how that chapter ended. Too. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see if you can find it. Bobby stormed over to the closet. Shut up. Just shut up. Don't ever talk to me ever again. She began to tear off her clothes, tossing them on the closet floor, muttering to herself. Corky punched her pillow, fluffed it, and slid back under the covers, turning her back on her sister. She's gone totally crazy, she told herself. She's just so weird. Imagine calling me a traitor because I think she should talk to someone and get help. 
me, a traitor. And now she's gotten me so upset I'll probably be up all night. I hate her. I really hate her, Corky thought darkly, struggling to get comfortable. She just makes me so mad. Corky might have been more sympathetic. She might have been more understanding, more caring, more believing. But Corky had no way of knowing that this was the last night she would ever spend with her sister. Dun, dun, dun. And then part three, the evil. Yeah, but then it comes up with like, Bobby's doing this, da, da, da. And so you're like, oh, well, she's not dead like, yet. Yeah, back with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to read, because this part, I was like, damn, I'm on the edge of my seat right now. When? So Bobby and Kimmy have just had an altercation at the beginning of practice. And this is when Kimmy has discovered that Bobby was like uh, kind of connected to Chip, like was maybe seeing him or something. Yeah. And so she's like, you made a real mistake. And Bobby is supposed to that be leading. That weird to me. That it's was like, weird. You've just made a mistake. She sounded like she was like way cracking up No, I point. thought she was cracked up. Yeah. I thought she was going to like, I mean, she does. She <laughs> No, you've just made a little mistake. You've made a little mistake, Bobby. It's broken, broken. Um, <laughs> so she, uh, so Bobby and Kimmy are like having this argument. Then Kimmy like tackles her to the ground, yanks her hair. They're fighting, fighting, fighting. They get broken up by Miss um, Green. And then Miss Green's like, all right, you guys have to do this exercise or the this trick where Bobby has to catch uh, Kimmy from like jumping off really high and doing like a pike thing and then mm-hmm. landing. Um, okay. And then they like, and then the two girls, Kimmy and Bobby are like, okay, fine. And Miss Green makes them apologize to each other. And they just kind of were like, mm, sorry. And start to do the routine. Let's get serious, girls, Miss Green scolded. This stunt could be really dangerous. Corky and I have done it a million times, Bobby reassured her, looking up at Kimmy. Ready? I guess, Kimmy replied with a shrug. Wish I had a safety net. You can do it, Jennifer yelled in encouragement from against the wall. Okay, on three, Corky said. One, two. Bobby braced herself, spreading her feet far apart in preparation for the catch. She arched her back and started to raise both arms above her head. Three! Bobby sucked in a mouthful of air. My arms, she thought. What's wrong? What's happening to me? I can't raise my arms, Bobby thought, frozen in horror. I can't move. I can't move anything. She could feel beads of cold sweat run down her forehead. Stop, Bobby thought. You've got to stop this. Hold everything. Please just stop. But to her horror, she couldn't speak out. She couldn't make a sound. I can't move. I can't speak, she thought. She strained to raise her arms to get into position. No, please, no, Bobby cried. Only no sound came out. What is happening to me? She could see herself standing there as if she had floated out of her own body. She could see herself looking up as Kimmy prepared to dive, looking up with her arms still at her sides, unable to move, to raise them, unable to catch Kimmy, unable to warn her. No, please, Kimmy, don't dive, don't dive. Can't you see I'm paralyzed here? Can't you see something is holding me here, holding me in its grip? holding me so I can't move a single muscle, cannot even blink? Can't you see? Corky's shoulders bobbed under Kimmy's weight as Kimmy bent her knees and began her jump. No, no, Kimmy, don't. Kimmy's eyes narrowed, her features tight in intent concentration. Her knees bent, the muscles tightened. No, stop. Kimmy, stop, I can't catch you. I can't even move to break your fall. Kimmy, please. Kimmy took a deep breath, held it, and then she leapt off Corky's shoulders. That's the end of that chapter. She falls down and cracks her wrist. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, whoa, whoa, no, no. Because <laughs> I love that. I love when you're like, 
like uh, that kind of trope in attention. Yeah, where you're just like, the person, they can't move. Um, And that she like knows what's going to happen, but she can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Loved that. And it's going to seem like she did it on purpose. And it's Kimmy. Yeah. And rightful. Like, I mean, of course, everyone's like, like all the girls at this point turn against her because except for her sister. But everyone else is like, Bobby, we all saw you do that on purpose. Like, what is wrong with you? I would think that. Me too. I would be like, you are evil. Yeah. You don't catch somebody. Mm-mm. Damn, you're like straight up evil. It's, she's lucky she didn't get kicked off the squad like right then and there and actually like Or like suspended with, and yeah. like char- charged with criminal stuff. Like, yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it turns out that uh, Sarah Fear has some kind of like control like telekinesis control yeah i was gonna say like i it's i don't even really care that the rules aren't explicitly stated Eh, about why uh sarah fear has the ability to paralyze people and like make locker doors fly open and Mm -hmm. screams happen yeah because i think enough groundwork to crash yeah Enough groundwork for me was laid when, first of all, Sarah Fear. So we know she's like the original, one of the original fears, died a long ass time ago. And we know that the rest of her family also died all at the same time. So something like bad is up with her. Yeah. So I was just like, eh, I get it. I was yeah. like, I buy it. Yeah. I don't care. Ghosts. Evil ghosts. That's cool. Yeah. They have powers. Sure. Uh, you don't need to tell me exactly. I mean, they have powers. Yeah. That's it. That's the answer. Magic. Cool. Done. Cool with him. Um, Unlike with the accident where I was like, wait, where are you getting this? Where it was like, we can switch for seven days oh, if we have the same birthday. And if we're both turning 16 and if your mind is open to it. It's you know like why? All these bullshitty rules. Well, th- do you know why I had a problem with those rules not making sense? Because they were like specifically stated as being like the, the this is the only way that this could happen. Yeah. And it's like, but why? It could have just as easily been, hey, do this for me. Yeah, and great. I'm not going to switch back. She could have just been like, like um, this is just I've been waiting for a 16-year-old do. girl to live in this house for a while, so I'm yeah. so happy. Let's trade bodies because I was 16. Yeah. Done. Yep. But to but have so like, many weird rules is... Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> but in this, it's like, oh, evil ghost? Okay. Cool. Evil ghost can do evil Done. things. <laughs> great. What's interesting is when she's like, what are you, a ghost, an evil spirit? And it's like, that's quaint of you to mm-hmm. use those terms. Mm-hmm. Sure. An evil spirit. <laughs> that's so cute. Um, so and patronizing. I, yes. And I also laughed so hard at like imagining um, uh, Jennifer doing that dance in. What the fuck was up with that with, dance? With the like pennant. It was really weird. I'm going to find that part. That was weird where I was like, huh? That was the one part in this book where I was yeah, like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Like, I was just trying to imagine it. And the thing is, it could not not, it could not not be comical to me. Like, it seemed so weird. So basically, this is happening because Corky has followed, she saw so she's this. She's already confronted Kimmy. Yeah. So she remembers the fact. So Kimmy tells her about the pendant. And then she remembers that Bobby said Jennifer could walk. Yeah. And she's like, oh, damn, I got to go find Jennifer. Oh, shit. So she follows Jennifer to the cemetery. So it says, (laughs) 
As Corky leaned against the cold, damp tree trunk, peering intently into the dimly lit scene, Jennifer reemerged, dancing. <laughs> dancing a strange, silent dance. Her Ooh. arms bent over her leg, or her arms over her head. Her legs, those legs everyone believed to be paralyzed, twirled and kicked. A silent, cheerless tango. She was wearing her cheerleader costume. The short skirt blew, flew up as she spun. Her dark hair flew behind her as if alive. And what was that she was waving in her hand? Corky squinted into the misty green light. It was the pennant, the shady side pennant they had made for her after the accident. The crippling accident. And now here was Jennifer, twirling wildly in the green moonlight, kicking and twirling, waving the pennant high, dancing in a narrow circle, bending her back, raising her face to the moon, her long hair flowing down nearly to the ground, round and round, around a tombstone, Corky realized. Jennifer was circling a, a tall tombstone surrounded by four other stones. Sarah Fear's tombstone. Waving the pennant, she kicked her legs high as if leading a silent parade. And then it just goes on and on. She keeps dancing and it's like, what? What? Why? And it was what such is she a weird doing? turn. And she, is she this invoking bitch is, something? She's not, though. She's just dancing. Yeah, she's, she's just dancing she's, like a crazy person. She's doing like fucking rhythmic gymnastics in this cemetery with her pennant and... Like a pennant is just a little small flag. So she's, she's just, just like whipping the celebrating. <laughs> she's like, I fucking did it. I fucking killed her. I'm gonna win. And now kill others. And she's like, she's saying she's gonna kill all of Jennifer's enemies. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What enemies? What, what Jennifer you? didn't have enemies. We know in like the first sentence introducing Jennifer that nobody doesn't like Jennifer. Everybody loves Jennifer because she's a graceful, kind person. So I don't really get Sarah Fear must be like cuckoo because I don't remember reading yeah. any, anything about her. But like she must be because she's like, I'm going to kill all of Jennifer. Well, first she's like, I am not Jennifer. Yeah, In that like deep that. voice. She's very upset. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Corky keeps calling her Jennifer, which I'm like, girl, give Corky some slack. Yeah. Corky sees Jennifer. She doesn't You've been Jennifer this whole time. Yeah. Everybody thinks you're Jennifer. It's not just Corky that's like not letting you be you. And so, in fairness, you've been saying you were Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the evil that you have perpetrated has been because. This one's on you. Yeah. This is a you problem. <laughs> so she's all pissy because Corky keeps calling her Jennifer. And then she like raises up all the dirt and causes this like dirt cyclone. That was cool. That was cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look for that part too. <laughs> And I love that in order to see her better, Corky has to get closer to her to get out of the, like to get into the eye of the dirt storm, basically. I thought that was so cool. As if in reply, Jennifer lifted one hand high above her head and waved it as if summoning someone. Oh, Corky cried out. I've never read that correctly. Like even reading that on the page, oh. the like, oh. Well, because oh. I don't think people, do people exactly. do that? Do people oh. go, oh, like I probably would be like, Ugh. or, ah, or like, yeah, or, ah, or, ooh, or, ooh no, thank you. <laughs> Get me out of here. Beep, beep. Uh, I won't have what she's having. <laughs> uh, no check, please, because I'm going to dine and dash. So Corky cried out, raising her hands to her face as the grass flew off Sarah Fierce's grave and the dirt began to rise. Jennifer waved her hand high above her head, and the dirt rose up like a dark curtain, flying off the grave, flying high into the black sky. And then the dirt was whirling, excuse me, 
swirling around them both, thicker and thicker. I'm sorry. (laughs) Until Corky couldn't see beyond it, until Corky was forced to move closer to Jennifer. Faster and faster, the curtain of dirt swirled, until it became a raging, dark whirlwind, like a tornado funnel. Covering her eyes with her arm, Corky staggered forward, forward, until she was standing face to face with Jennifer. Jennifer held her hand high as if directing the swirling dirt, her eyes aglow with excitement, the excitement of her power. Yeah. yeah. Scary. It was scary. And then she's just going to stick Corky in the coffin with her dead, rotting, seraphir body. Which let me just tell you right now, it is actually a feat of science that her body is still being et up by worms. <laughs> yeah. Because like Let's that bitch be has real. been dead for she like hundreds got no of flash. years. What, what are those worms chewing on? Gummies? <laughs> Gummy. She's a gummy skeleton. <laughs> she went. She went to the grave with her pockets full of gummies. <laughs> we'll bury her at her, her beloved self. gummies. Pockets bursting with gummies. I don't want to send Sarah into the dark, cold ground without the gummies she loved to eat in life. Well, gummies. <laughs> Everyone loves a good gummy. You go to the alchemist store and buy a handful of peach gummies. This is the Victorian era. We're sexually repressed, but we love, love chewy gummies. candies. We love gummies. We love gummies. We love candies. We'd, we'd like to, we like to indulge in the mouth that we can't with the visual. <laughs> <laughs> with the what? Visual. Uh, <laughs> visual. The visual. The visual. <laughs> I wish It's pristine. Oh, that visual. It's, the, it's like a mirage. <laughs> is it there? Is it not? Oh. Shimmer, shimmer, shimmer. Oh, shimmer. the heat. Oh. <laughs> it's an oasis, my visual. <laughs> Here, take shelter from the heat in my visual. Yeah, the worms are eating her visual. <laughs> the worms are just going crazy on this visual. They, but like, yeah, I was like, uh, is that that's probably part of her like magic to make it more scary? Because she, because come on, yeah, let's go with that. How much meat is on them? Let's bones? go with that. <laughs> let's give them a little credit. RL, <laughs> it's, it's, it, was, it was a magic trick. <laughs> Kelly's having a fancy stroke. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is no more Kelly. What? Oh, there's some eyelash in my eye. Um, it's horrible. Has it departed? Killing me. Oh, 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 woof, woof. Um, yeah, maggots. Oh, yeah, the corpse, and they're just writhing. There's just no way it's still there. And even in that moment. Corky's like, damn, this is fucked up. She, damn, girl. She's like, ew, you're gross. Ew, girl. And, uh, I don't want to go down there. She's like, no. And Jen- Jennifer's like. She's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. And Jennifer tries to push her in. And she's like, surprise gymnastics. And yeah, like does a flip like, and like pops out. Her super cheerleading skills <laughs> drive her and uh, save her from the maggots. Yeah. Those gums. I mean, she turned, yeah, she turned uh, fall into a pile of maggots eating gummies into a beautiful dismount. Yeah. Just nails it. 
climbing out of that grave, climbing out of the grave. And then she's like, bitch, I'm taking you down and starts like trying to drag Jennifer into the grave. Oh, but then Jennifer has like nuclear breath and is like breathing it all over her. And she that can't. That was also really good. Yeah, part. so cool. They wrestled nearer to the edge of the hole. Corky pulled, pulled with all her strength, tightening her arms around Jennifer's waist, trying to throw her down. Jennifer pulled back, crying out in protest, closer to the hole, closer to the edge. I can do it, Corky thought. I can do it. But then Jennifer turned to face her, her eyes wild with fury. She opened her mouth wide, wider, and a wind blew out, a stench, a vapor, a wind that howled over Corky, covered her face, filled her nostrils. Jennifer tilted her head, closed her eyes, and the vapor roared out of her, reeking of death, of decay, of all that is foul. It blew into Corky's face, hot and wet and sour. Corky gagged and turned her face, but the wind still howled out of Jennifer's mouth, encircled Corky, and choked her in its thick, hot stench. I'm going to suffocate, she thought. I can't breathe. I'm going to suffocate. The smell, the smell is too sickening. Corky realized she was weakening, about to lose the fight. One last tug. She held her breath and braced herself, summoned all of her remaining strength for one last tug. But Jennifer was too strong. The foul wind raged and howled from her open mouth. Jennifer didn't budge. I'm lost, Corky thought. Oh, man. So cool. But then she turns her nasty breath onto her own corpsey self. Sour wind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a sour sour wind wind. today. Uh, Yeah. So at this point, Kimmy... Deborah and Ronnie are seeing what's happening as well. Yes. They're watching this fucking craziness. Um, this is Jennifer struggled as Corky tightened her grip, tightened her hands, began to choke Jennifer, choke the evil spirit inside Jennifer's body, pushing her head down. The raging stream of foul vapor from Jennifer's mouth blew into the hole now, into the open grave. Corky could see it blowing the worms around in the coffin. Yes, she cried aloud, hearing the wind lose its howl, feeling it weakened as it poured into the coffin, all the evil pouring down into the coffin. And as Corky continued to choke her, Jennifer felt lighter, lighter, light as air. And the wind stopped. Jennifer uttered a feeble groan, and the wind stopped. Yes! I also liked that the worms were just blowing around in that grave. Gross. They're just like, in a, they're like, like ah. <laughs> like, wait. What? Ah. I was eating. <laughs> Rude in the middle, in the of, middle lunch. of dinner. Oh, oh, really? I was eating lunch. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm jet lagged. When did you wake up? I woke up uh, three hours ago, which is like oh. uh, nine hours in warm time. Oh, okay, I woke up eight hours ago. So oh. This is dinner for me. Oh. oh, wait, where are you coming from? Um, Kentucky. Oh, mm. oh, who did you crawl off of from Kentucky? Uh, a chicken farmer. You know what? I don't know why I asked. I don't know him. <laughs> There's no way you would, but I, I appreciate you checking in. I did in. that thing where it's like you think you know, if you know one person from no, Kentucky, you think it's going to be that person. Everyone thinks asked. it's a small place, but it's actually pretty big. Yeah, that was my bad. Oh, you must, I'm you're sorry. a big city worm. <laughs> yeah, I'm from here. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I just came off of Rarity. Andrew McFadden's corpse. Oh, oh. You wouldn't. I don't know why I, I no, said I, that. It's okay. You're new. <laughs> I'm okay. new. Well, we kind of picked this one clean. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you at the next. See you Those poor worms. Those poor worms. <laughs> just living their life. <laughs> They're just trying to live that worm life. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to read the part where Jennifer turns back into yeah. actual Jennifer. Yes, 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 yes. All the as the girls gaped in silent horror, Jennifer's skin dried and crumpled, flaking off in chunks. Her long hair fell off, strands blowing away in the breeze. Her eyes sank back into her skull, then rotted into dark pits. Her cheerleader costume appeared to grow larger as her flesh decayed underneath it and her bones appeared. Ew. Ew. Gross. That's crazy. Oh, I like how when the police <gasps> yes. pick them up and they're like interviewing it, they basically have that moment where it's like, forget it, Jake. It's Fear Street. Yep. <laughs> like, because their story makes no sense. Yeah. And he's like, wait, what happened? Well, this corpse, I know it looked like it's been dead for weeks. But yeah, it was possessed he's he's by like, a don't ghost. worry about it. This corpse has been it's dead like, for weeks. You know what? Don't worry about it. It's fucking Fear Street. I don't even want to. There's so much paperwork. I'm just going to say you guys were at a cemetery. Yeah. The, uh, uh, just don't just, worry about uh, it. Hey, um, Jennifer's parents. Uh, I'm real sorry. I can't. We hey, have no answers. Uh, but no explanations. Definitely dead. But uh, tough to be you, I guess. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Life's a bitch. Am I right? And then <laughs> Jennifer dies. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, uh, I'll see you at the church mixer. For Satan. Satan. Satan's church mixer. Satan's church mixer. That's a great name. Mm. 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 Improv name, band name. Mm-hmm. Not band. Improv. Yeah. It's a bad improv name. Band. Satan's church mixer. It's going to take a really long time for my brain to stop trying to turn things into improv team names. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> and that's all I've got to say about that. That's my report by Lindsay K. Ty. Oh, I was thinking Forrest Gump. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't thinking it when I said it. No. But afterwards, I was like, oh, that reminds me of Forrest. Mm. No, I love quoting Forrest Gump (laughs) as Forrest Gump. I love quoting the Forrest Gump lines so I can do my Forrest Gump impression. (laughs) I love doing my Forrest Gump impression. (laughs) Have you heard my timely character, Forrest Gump? Yeah. Have you heard my not at all problematic Forrest Gump? It's fun. Everyone loves it. Everyone um, loves it. It's a great. It's a it's party like pleaser. That Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's Those are the two. Gump you know what? Austin that's the defect. Those are my impression. <laughs> Austin Powers and, and Forrest Gump. Yep. That's all. Well, you know what? You're well rounded. Thank you. You're welcome. Who needs more than that? You really only need... What am I, Rich Little with a bunch of impressions? No. You only need two. One for each pocket. <laughs> in your pants. <laughs> and you only need two pockets. You always got to have an impression in your pocket. You always got to have an impression in your pocket. You don't know when you're going to need that impression. Question. Mm. Did you and I get real punchy like halfway through talking? Mm-hmm. Or is it just me? No, we did. Um, I got really punchy. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, yo soy también. <laughs> yo soy también. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that from? Just you? I think it's just. I don't know. <laughs> it's just. It's just gold that dribbled out of my mouth. <laughs> it's uh from the Spanish. You know Spanish? Have you heard about it? <laughs> um, Spanish. I'm gonna put it. In. Uh, I thought it meant me too. <laughs> Uh, you said I am also. That might be what that means, though. Yo también is me too. Nope. It is yo soy también. No. Yeah. 
Yo también means me too. Yo soy también means what? I am also? I think that's just how you would say it in Spanish. Because, like, it's not a direct, it's not a one-to-one. No, I know Spanish. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's yo soy, yo soy también. también. I am right and you are wrong, so I know Spanish. What? Yo soy. Blah, blah. It's yo yes, también. It is. It's yo también. You can probably say both, Kelly. Oh, what is that? I'm oh, too. See, it's wrong. It's doing an actual, like. Uh, oh, the actual yeah, translation? Yeah, like literal translation. Then why <laughs> does it say it everywhere else, too? I am too. I am Maybe also. It, hmm. Me too. I don't know. I mean, when I, I, I know. I think it just gave you a. Yo soy también. Hmm. I am also. <laughs> I am also. You know what? If you, okay, if you were going to respond with like, I am also, maybe. But I feel like yo también is more common. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a native Spanish speaker, so I'm sure someone will correct me. Yeah, I'm sure mine applies to a different sentence. It's still Spanish, Kelly. What would that, like, when would you? It'd be like, I'm scared. Yo soy también. I am, I am too. too. Ah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So we're just using it in yeah. different, different fr- ways. ways. Yeah. I you. am too. I'm cold. I am too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the existence of I am too. Little <laughs> so and so. You son of a gun. I'm a little trying worm. to act like I'm I don't know Spanish <laughs> to the level that you do. I'm a little. We know the same magical word Spanish. Probably. How dare you? How how yeah, dare you? I am too. I am too. I love how you were like, no, I am also. I am also. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think I know more Spanish than you. I would say that's probably my motto. Anywhere I walk in, you gotta stop wearing that shirt everywhere. Yeah, I know. I'm I know, Kelly, and I, I know, know more Spanish, Spanish than you. you. Probably real stupid to wear in California. <laughs> Honestly, I forget how, like, why I said yo soy también. Mm, I don't know. I might have been wrong in that instance, but mm, we'll never know. Me too. I am too. I am too. I forgot about people using that phrase. I think there's something wrong with my brain. <laughs> I think I'm, I've gone mad. Um, losing my mind mm. were we talking about being punchy when all of a sudden we got punchy on yo yo soy también mm-hmm. I remember some of my Spanish classes if you guys can't tell we're swaying in unison is this rock bottom this is not good radio not good radio not good radio well, did you have opinions of cheerleaders in high school, like good or bad? Um, well, so my school was not a sc- like uh, cheerleading was not the popular kid thing to do mm-hmm. at my school. Um, dance was and volleyball and mm. soccer. Those people, those were the cool people. Um, everybody else was like a loser. And so also because cheerleaders like, were losers then? Actually, yeah, our ch- they were. And it was pretty. Well, it's because. Um, our school was terrible in football. So we just, nobody cared about football games. People didn't really go to them. We had a football team, but, Mm. uh, we were more into our, our volleyball team was really, really good. And our soccer team was decent and our surf team was good. So like those were the sports that were like the cool sports track was 
what it was like track was I remember track was like the sport that anyone could do where <laughs> so it was like the weirdest losers to like the coolest cool kids uh did track and that's why I did it <laughs> yeah because I was like I can do the same like event as a guy that I have a crush on and have a reason <laughs> to hang out with him <laughs> I could put my hands under my armpits and walk like I'm a chicken, (laughs) which is what Kelly just did. Mm -hmm. Uh, At my school, it was like not cool or uncool. I I remember when I got to high school being like, "Oh, that's not that's not like a thing." It's not. I remember thinking that that too. Cheerleaders are crazy popular. It might be a Southern California thing. I mean, certainly the popular. Popular girls were on the cheerleading squad, but it was not a like uber status. Not for my school either. I think for schools where football is a huge thing, when they're like their schools that are like feeder schools, yeah, that is different. But also like I think, and I also think you see that a lot more in Middle America. But like definitely for um, my school wasn't. Did you have sports that were cool? Football. People go to football games. Um, I don't know because I didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had football. I'm pretty sure we had baseball. Oh, baseball was uh, the cool guys did baseball. I remember that. I'm sure, we had track. Yeah, I know we had basketball. Of course, for us it was volleyball. A mix for basketball. Yeah, we had sports. <laughs> I yeah. don't think one was. I don't know that one was cooler than the other though. Mm. I just remember there being like, maybe it's because I was so like sadly boy crazy <laughs> that I would like take note of like which sports had like the cutest guys on them. And I remember being like, <laughs> the soccer guys are like really cute and the baseball guys are cute and the surfer boys are cute and the swim boys are cute and all the boys are cute. And why won't they ask me out? <laughs> <laughs> I will be around on the cute. I know. Oh, yeah. We had swim, too, because I did that. Mm hmm. I don't know that we must have had one dude on swim. I'm pretty sure it was just <laughs> girls. Um, we had. Interesting. Did you guys have like multiple like cheerleader type things? So we had cheer, which was like drill team basically. And then yeah, I think uh, we, we had like color guard. Or, oh, I'm sorry, pep squad, which was cheer. Yeah, and uh, color guard. We we had tall flags and small flags. I don't remember anything. <laughs> And then I we had weird color guard and cheer. We had color guard for like a year, but it was only two people. And then one of the girls graduated. And so they just didn't keep doing Aww, it. Poor other girl. I know. And tall flags moved those big flags around and small flags had like little baton type flags that they would like <laughs> throw in the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then pep squad was like uh, cheer, like cheerleading in this book. And then drill team was like dancing. Ah. Because dance was huge in my school. People really liked to dance. <laughs> People like to dance where I'm from. <laughs> Heck, I like dancing. Oh. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm from where I'm from. <laughs> it checks out. It checks out tracks. Um, I can tell you what wasn't cool. What? Drama. Same at my school. Yeah. Yeah, you know, else what, you know what else wasn't cool? What? The debate team. I wish I had done something like debate. Yeah, I did it. I had a crush on it. A guy in debate, though. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was looking at YouTube last night, looking up ASMR videos. (laughs) And um, this, like, 
reenactment sort of or like yeah i guess reenactment of the end number two sister act two joyful mm-hmm. joyful by it's just like group and it's like a whole bunch of them dancing doing the same choreography mm-hmm. and everything in the same arrangement of the song um and then i just watched the end of sister act <laughs> two as well um and i was thinking of that moment in the movie where where Whoopi Goldberg is telling them like oh we should or no it's uh Sister Mary the young one mm-hmm. whatever her name is mm-hmm. she's like oh we should go to Allstate mm-hmm. um and and they're like Mm-mm, no I don't want people seeing me do that yeah and then Dee Dee mm-hmm. Magano of the party of <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club's the party is in that movie and she's like Y'all, there are probably some really cute boys on the other teens. And then two of the girls go, we're in. <laughs> I was just thinking about that moment. Because it's like girls being openly boy crazy mm-hmm. seems more like a thing in movies and TV than in my experience. Well, because you have to be like Where's more like, confident. Mm, where are the cute boys up in here? Yeah. I mean, I was like thinking it, but I would never yeah. say it because I was too embarrassed. Yeah. I was, I was like, like oh. trying to repress any... Yeah. Any like sign that I'd be like, where are the cute boys? Where are the cute boys? I yeah. want to look at boys. Yeah. Because I didn't even think of it that way myself. Even though I'd like go to a theme park and just like look around for cute boys. Oh, I was constantly scanning for cute boys. But I just didn't think of it that way. No, I never like understood the thoughts that were happening in my head. Mm-hmm. They were happening. Like in my head, I was like, I wonder if they're like, I remember thinking like, I wonder if there are going to be uh, any cute guys. It was usually... I'm going on a family vacation where somewhere and I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's like going to be a cute guy like at this ho- hotel we're staying at. But and then I would like, like wander around by myself. I would try and wander around by myself without my parents because I wanted people to believe that I was like a 12 year old that somehow didn't have a yeah. family. <laughs> so I would just like wander <laughs> like, around. really cool. I'm here by myself. Yep. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just like walked here um, to this hotel. <laughs> Uh, and like would walk around and like just like be looking at and I'd, if I saw a guy that I thought was cute I would like walk by like nine times like yep. super obviously they would never talk to me but I don't ever think that I was just like oh I'm gonna go like scanning for guys yeah. like that never yeah it was just like oh I see a cute boy mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep my eye on him <laughs> yep I'm just gonna make sure I'm just uh, keeping tabs mm-hmm. not a big deal <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just seeing if he's in love with me yet. <laughs> just gonna like quick, like glance over yet. No, okay, no. glance back. Okay, maybe if now. I, um, I'm gonna go stand in the sunbeam. Yeah, I'm and look gonna, really cinematic. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm gonna read here as if I don't notice. And I'm actually, exists, I, like, I'm not gonna be like just scanning the book, not paying attention to anything it says, because I'm so freaked out that a boy's near me. Yeah. that I'm actually just out of the corner of my eye staring at this boy yeah i'm gonna just i'm gonna stare at this page absorb nothing about Mm. what i'm seeing um i hope i look thoughtful i I wonder um, yeah he's gonna think i'm so deep oh my god so deep i need to go i am i I am am deep i am i'm reading like a 400 page book taking in anything i'm reading no i it's nothing i've read the same page 900 times Mm -hmm. oh he's gone oh oh he did not care he He didn't didn't care it's fine Five more days left in this vacation. <laughs> um, I was uh, thinking of when you saying that you were like watching those things on YouTube. The other day I was with my friends and they were like talking about this movie. Have you seen it? 
about this lady who um, jumps horses into water. Oh, you mean wild hearts, hearts can't, can't be, be broken or broken? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were searching around you trying mean to find the movie that. I own on DVD. Yeah. So first of all, uh, Ryan, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. was mentioning it, and both me and Colin were like, "What is this movie?" I've got to see this movie. So we're trying to find a version of it on YouTube. We end up finding a USC film student's project in which he redid the sound. Huh? So it's the movie, but some kid named, I think, Dustin, like, does, did, like, the the sound and, like, got ADR actors. And, like, it's pretty crazy. So we ended up just watching that because that was the only thing we could find. That's so weird. Yeah. And I was reminded of that today when I was like trying to look something up on YouTube. And my uh, my uh, history is the last three searches were wild hearts can't be broken injury. Wild hearts can't be broken accident. Wild hearts can't be broken blind jump. <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> because we wanted to see that one part. part. <laughs> because we were trying to find that part because um, I wanted to know what happened. Uh, but then we ended up watching just the whole rest of the movie I really after like it. It was really good. I rewatched it with my best friend not too long ago. And we we both said to each other, we we're like, I thought this movie was longer. Mm-hmm. I thought that the time that they were touring with the show and the sun wasn't there was a way longer period. Mm-mm. But it's like he's gone. He's back like right mm-hmm. away. and. Also, like, watching that, I was like, yo, this is, like, mean to horses. Yeah. Like, they don't want, no horses, like, I want to dive into a, a little pool. Yeah. They don't like that. Except her horse did. I he came running. Think, but they all come running if they're trained. I think that's the thing. You're training them, and so they're just like, oh, this is what I have to do. Yeah. I think I'm going to take horseback riding lessons. Or flower arranging classes. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Different thing. Different thing. My best friend who I watched it with uh, recently, um, well, see, she was a dressage trainer mm. for 10 years. I mean, has me- recently decided to change professions. Cool. Um, but yeah. So that's why we were watching it. Like she had decided oh. to leave and it was like, well, let's watch. Wild Hearts, Hearts Can't, can't be, be Broken. broken. Yeah. I, uh, I, think, I think I'm going to do the horseback riding thing i love i love riding horses so i want to like get That's really cool. good at it I really don't you don't like really it. don't like it mm. freaks me the fuck out a lot of people don't like horses like they're like freaked out by horses <laughs> my uh my best friend from my freshman year of college mm-hmm. freshman and sophomore um she now runs a sustainable fishery mm-hmm and I hate fish. I hate seafood. I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm afraid of horses and my best friend from my last two years of college. You're surrounded by it. You're surrounded by people who love trainer. the things you hate. I was hate. like, fuck, I don't want to have anything to do with what you guys do now. <laughs> yeah. Weren't we all performance majors? God damn it. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. I just, I love animals. I want to like touch all of them. I don't want to touch horses. I mean, I do, but they scare me. Because they're so big. One bit me. (laughs) (laughs) One tried to eat my sweatshirt off of me. So he didn't actually bite me. But we were like walking by this like backyard that just had some horses in it. He like reached out and he started to eat my sweatshirt. It was terrifying. (laughs) I took horseback riding uh, lessons when I was little. And then I remember like a mule running off with me. (laughs) 
that tracks. Great luck. I don't that know. Tracks. Great luck. That's yeah. a, a young, uh-huh. a young Lindsay moment. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the fact that it's like a mule. That's so yeah. perfect. <laughs> Aw, that's so cute. Um, well, I think that wraps. Yeah, that wraps it up. That for wraps sure it leaders. up. I don't know. I really liked it. I loved it. I can't wait for the next one. Yep. I'm so excited. Very much looking forward to it. Um, so what we wanted to do now was read a couple emails that we got. We asked uh, some of our listeners to um, send in like what some of their favorite episodes were. And we got this one from Emily. It says, hello there, longtime listener and fan here. Just wanted to weigh in with my two cents regarding your recent call for listeners' favorite episodes. My faves include all three of the Forbidden Games, Forbidden Game episodes, maybe because you guys were so enthusiastic about those books. Sometimes <laughs> you guys find more to say about the books you don't like, which is understandable and fun in a different way. But it was fun to hear you talk at length about books that you were excited about. Plus, there were some really funny parts in those episodes, like that Dan Fogelberg song. Oh, my ew. God. Ew. 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 She said ew. <laughs> and she's right. Usually we're like, uh, well, I liked it. Yeah. Like we kind of like with this one, it was like, no, I really liked it. Yeah. But, um, My other fave is the first Remember Me book, partly because the book itself was so bananas. All that incest. <laughs> But largely because of the tangent you guys went on discussing your romantic fantasies when you were younger. Oh, my God. That part was so hilarious, probably because it was so relatable, Um, which we have gotten a lot that people love the Remember Me episode because of our embarrassing (laughs) fantasies. Oh, my God. Horrible. Uh, Two additional notes. Contrary to popular belief, I guess. I like it when you guys talk politics, but that's probably because I agree with you. (laughs) Secondly, I want to recommend I want to recommend a book and I'm reading this because the it sounds amazing. <laughs> Secrets of the Shopping Mall by Richard Peck. It was a bananas book about a bunch of runaway teens who end up living in a mall. In order to go undetected, they spend their days posing as No. Wait for it. No. Mannequins. No. <laughs> no. At the end there's like a gang war between rival factions of runaway mannequin teens. Oh my Super God. weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Hope this was somewhat helpful thanks for the great work your fellow creep emily in new hampshire that sounds amazing thank thanks, you emily. emily um i really want to read that book yeah they sounds insane. stop they're just like in a gap kids it's so ridiculous <laughs> um so then here's another email we got um and he said don't feel like you have to share this on the podcast just wanted to let you know you're not the only cyber creeps but I do, we do have to share okay, it on great. the podcast. Kelly has not heard this No, yet. I haven't heard it. Um, I'm like leaning in my seat. It's crazy. Lindsay and Kelly. I totally pulled the online stock and lie move too, only I was a little more pathological about it. In 2008, there was this guy on Facebook I kept getting a friend recommendation for who was completely out of my league. I obsessed over him and stalked his wall for months. Remember walls? Yes, we do. Yes, we remember do. walls, my God. <laughs> I didn't have the balls to just introduce myself like a well-adjusted grown-up, so I started posting shit that I thought made me look impressive. Oh no! And tagging our mutual friends. Oh no! Really douchey stuff like check-ins to concerts I didn't actually go to, Coldplay, Paramore, Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby! And crap boy drink recipes. My friends were incredibly oh, confused. Oh no! <laughs> Obviously, it didn't work. He never sent a friend request like I hoped. After months of this sad behavior, I got tipsy one night and finally just sent him a request myself. 
I pretended that I'd mistake him, mistaken him for an imaginary DJ. Oh, no! <laughs> In the request message, I wrote, your set last night was amazing. Maybe we could swap tunes sometime. <laughs> no! Wait for this. It totally worked. What? <laughs> he wrote back that I had the wrong guy, to which I replied, oops, my bad. So who are you really? We started chatting, and eventually he accepted my friend request. That was eight years ago this month. We're still happily married. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's took, such a happy ending. It? it took me a couple years to work up the courage to tell him the truth, which was probably wise. He was a little creeped out when I finally came clean, but it 100% worked, so I refused to feel ashamed. Neither should you. Oh, thank you. So, is this Micah? This is love and creepiness, Micah. Oh, Micah was one of our first listeners. Yeah, and he re- left us... Uh, a really nice review that we love. Yes. Uh, I, you and know what? sent an amazing Bless, photo BB. of him and his husband and their baby. Aw, I'm <laughs> so glad it worked out. That was I amazing. Was, when I read that part, I was like, shut up. <laughs> Maybe we could swap some tunes sometime. <laughs> the best. <laughs> I feel like a real DJ would have been like, what did you fucking say to me? <laughs> are you, <laughs> are you, are you uh, with the cops? Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, And then I also wanted to share, we got a couple of emails about the last vampire episode because of the whole cultural appropriation issue. Mm -hmm. But we also, a very long time ago, got an email from an Indian woman who said that she just loved that he was talking about Indian themes Mm -hmm. because of all the, you know, back and forth shifting Mm -hmm. in Indian folklore. She thought it was fine. Mm -hmm. So it's like all different. Yeah. Opinions. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. So thanks so much for writing in. Um, we probably will be sharing more of our emails if you say that you're okay with it. Yeah. Um, we've gotten some really lovely emails in the past, um, but because we had never talked about sharing them, I wasn't sure yeah. if that was an appropriate thing to do. Yeah. And you can go um, ahead and just write in it if you're okay with yeah, it. Just say, feel free know. to share. We love receiving your emails. Thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was such a lovely way to end the yeah. episode. I've, my heart feels warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was nice. So uh, next week we are doing, we're doing uh, Cheerleaders the second evil. I can't fucking wait. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've read any of these. Very so fun. I'm like super excited. Although I did read the like summary on the back of the book where I was like, oh, yeah. I see. And I don't know if we mentioned this in our Goosebumps episode. Did we talk about the fact that we did carry for our first $10 tier? Um, patrons? I can't remember, but doesn't hurt to yeah. say it again. So uh, Kelly and I covered Stephen King's carry because for our $10 tier patrons on Patreon, as a thank you, we record uh, one episode that's like out, that's on a book outside the teen creeps genre. Yeah, you can choose anything that's not YA pulp fiction yep and and we got um, that yeah uh so we'll we'll, we run a raffle every month now to choose the listener who then chooses their book and it was super fun to record a different kind of episode so if you're interested in this you can support our patreon account at the ten dollar level at the five dollar level you still get four mini-sodes a month yeah Um, donate whatever you want follow your truth Follow your dollar truth. Follow your dollar truth. But 
Anyway, thank you to all of our listeners, regardless. Yeah, thank you to everyone. We it's just really appreciate you. It's just nice to have ear holes to fill, w- worm our ways into. Worms. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, yo soy tambien. Yo tambien. Keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Tambien. Yo tambien. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. You can direct all inquiries to teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're reading along with the podcast, you can now find our book schedule at teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. Do you, can na, na, it sound na, like na, I'm going na, back na, and na, forth na, in na, front of na, the mind? <laughs> <laughs> it's just horribly unusable. <laughs>